everybody, Christy here. And I just did an incredible podcast with the Access Show. There's more to life than work, right? It's There has to be, because otherwise, what are we doing here? Be responsible for the energy you bring into the room. Always ask yourself the question, what if it does work out? Hi, and welcome to the Access Show. It's the place where you can find life facts on how to become the best version of yourself and achieve your goals. We show you how to walk the talk from successful people. And today we're joined by Christy. Thanks so much for joining us. Hello, hello. Thank you. I am so grateful to be here. This is so much fun. <laughs> All right. So can you give us a quick overview of what you do for the viewers? Yeah, sure. So I'm Christy Data. It's so nice to be here. And to all the listeners, hello. I hope you're having an amazing start to your week. I live in Tampa, Florida in the United States. And I am, uh, I guess, a fitness lifestyle junkie. I also have a wellness and well-being online business. I also work in the functional medicine space and sell franchise opportunities in the United States. And then I also have a medical device career. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> you got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> so like you got, you got a lot of stuff going on. So how do you like balance your life and like get time for everything, you know, to grow each, uh, like each business individual? I do a lot of time blocking. So I set aside specific times of day when I need to focus on my nutrition and well-being business. And then also the other things. And every once in a while, some random things will pop up. So I just have to give myself a little bit of grace. And for the most part with, you know, things definitely being a little bit different and how you can travel and how I can navigate my medical device career. A lot of things are done just like we're doing this podcast via Zoom and mostly emails and text messages. So that's been a little bit easier, but that job is very demanding. It keeps me on call whenever the phone rings, if it's a hospital or a surgeon, got to make a phone call. And then the other stuff is what really, really lights me up. I just have a huge passion for helping people recapture their health and just feel and look their best from the inside out. Makes my heart so happy. Hmm. How'd you get into that? Like into the, the wellness? I mean, like kind of all your life revolves around that, but like, how did you decide to like, take the step to actually make it like a full-time yeah. not, not a full-time thing but yeah like something so for me, yeah for me it's it's becoming a full-time thing in the next few months for me which is fantastic i'm going to be letting go of some of the things that just have given me great life experience business and sales experience but it's now time at the time in my life where i really want to put my energy and efforts into things that can serve multiple people versus serving a company's bottom line yeah. So about six years ago, I was full-blown just in my medical career. I was traveling six days a week, maybe home three or four days a month, and I was exhausted. Chasing sales quotas, became addicted to caffeine. I mean, it just was nonstop, go, go, go. And a friend of mine just kind of pulled me aside and said, listen, you need to take care of yourself and your health because at this pace, you are not going to be, you're going to fall apart. You're going to burn out. So after just really shifting my nutrition, getting some personal development under my belt, it was just a game changer for me. It didn't happen overnight. It's still a continuous process. But when that particular person just looked at me and said, I, I care about your well-being and I see the path that you're going down. And I just thought about that. I'm like, wow, I didn't even recognize that in myself. And as time got on and I got more into personal development, and really just loved what I was doing myself. And like, I want other people to feel this good. I want mm -hmm. other people to realize that 
they have the opportunity to make a few lifestyle changes and that could just become a butterfly ripple effect in their life and impact the way they show up for their families, their husbands, wives, friends, work colleagues. It could be a complete game changer for their life. And once I started to get a little bit of taste of that fulfillment and watching people actually feel better, I was like, this is it, that this is what I wanna do. So that's how it got started. And do you work on like getting like, uh, like being more self-aware now, you try to listen to your body and like see how you feel, uh, like get better, you know, grow all that. How do you work with that? I would say for me, I'm very, very in tune now with how my body responds to specific workouts, environments, people, just everyday things that happen. And it's funny, just before we got started, my roommate just walked in and we were talking about I was feeling a little off last week and so was she and she ended up catching a little bit of a head cold and I'm hoping that that's not the case <laughs> for myself but I pay a lot more attention to my body now as we're in the past I was a division one athlete at a big university here and it was just you know that no pain no gain yeah. kind of mentality right that that just muscle through it and push through and I've done that in the past for a long time and it's landed me in some pretty unhealthy situations. And now it's, it's a non-negotiable for me to make sure my health is first. Mm. And that's kind of how I approach a lot of different situations. Like I, I ask myself, is this going to serve me or is this going to create more of what I don't want in my life? Mm. So those are the two big questions before I take on anything. Mm. That's, that's a good checkup list. Like, you know, before you're going to do anything, you got to make sure it's going to fit uh, the profile for what you want to do. Um, so do you set like a vision for yourself or like, do you have like a vision board or specific like thing you oh, have yeah. in mind? <laughs> so I'm going to move my computer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that bad boy. Ooh. <laughs> that's it right there. So a lot of it has to do with community. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of my highest values being around like-minded people and being inclusive, having people come to a place where they feel valued, seen, heard, understood, supported, that to me is everything. So that's a good portion of what my, my vision board is about is creating that safe space for people to just come as they are. Mm -hmm. I also have a lot of things on there for fitness because it's just who I am. Like I got to get a good workout in. It's a public safety thing too. Like I yeah. want people, I want to get that workout in so I don't... <laughs> have any moments of stress and frustration carry into the day and then I have some business and income goals on there and some travel and some big dreams and things that I want to accomplish so every day I have um, a very solid morning routine so get up in the morning I take care of my dog and then you know have my water and then come down here and I don't look at my phone for about the good first 30 to 35 minutes of my morning mm -hmm. just to shut the alarm off but then I sit and journal like it's important to me to just get my intention, set my goals for the day. So I have two different journals that I write in every day and that just kind of keeps me going. <laughs> That's awesome. So talking about workout, like how big do you think like workout is uh, in terms of well-being and all that? I think personally it's everything, but yeah, I just want your opinion on that. Yeah, I mean, and workouts can be different for everybody, right? It's, I mean, it's, you have incredible people that are good at yoga and then you have these CrossFitters and mm. boxers and cyclists and triathletes, like whatever your jam is, I feel like moving your body in the best way that you know how, and that feels good to you. And that creates that energetic high 
and like you've accomplished something and create strength in the body is good for you. So mm. for me, I am a huge, huge indoor cycler. I love soul cycles. I have another small um, cycling studio here called Union Three that I'm a part of. And when I was living in New York City, I mean, it was just like the fitness mecca. Any kind of workout that you wanted was there. And unfortunately, with the way the world is right now, a lot of that has gone away. So mm. I have a, and love my personal trainer. She pushes me. I'm a fitness competitor. So it's, uh, it just depends on what I'm training for, but it, a workout at least five to six times a week is important, but I do yeah. give myself one rest day because that is just as much a part of the training process. Yeah, definitely. Like it's, it's good to work out, but rest day is important as well. Like I tried uh, some period of time where I didn't do rest days and then you get like, you're so tired and then you kind of give up on working out and then it's kind of. You know, it's, it's kind of like dieting, you know, you, you get into this crazy diet and then you stop and then you go again. It's, it's not good for you. I think it's good to find a good balance. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Consistency mm. is key. And so what decided, uh, like you, you talked about having a personal trainer. Um, yeah. I, I think it's a good question. Like sometimes people are like, maybe I feel stuck in some kind of, in some part, not necessarily the, like the fitness industry, but like maybe sometimes you're going to, in your business, you want like a mentor or something. Uh, where do you think it's a good time to get a mentor? I mean, it really depends on what your goals are with whatever you're striving for, whether it's physical, financial, emotional. I have, I think I'm addicted to coaches. <laughs> <laughs> I have a personal trainer. I have a business coach. And then I also have, you know, an incredible leadership community that I belong to because I want to become a better leader. Mm. And I really think if, if there's something that you want to become, and you're unsure of, get a coach. I mean, mm. it, it's worth the investment because if I wanted to be, you know, the top indoor cyclist or whatever that was, trying to figure it out, sure, part of the way, maybe some YouTube videos and other things, but if there's mm. somebody that's really good at it and I want to be just as good or good in my own way, I would want to hire somebody to help me. Yeah. Self-investment is, is so important, so, so important. And I have a question uh, regarding your vision board, actually, because um, sure. some people like to keep it secret, you know, and uh, and sometimes, you know, having other people seeing your vision board is kind of, you know, you, you have this kind of intimacy and uh, well, some people are different. And do you think it's important to show what your vision is or keep it to yourself? What do you think? You think it's a personal preference. Mm. I mean, if you're comfortable, I'm I'm an open book. Like I, I share my life openly, vulnerably because I feel like it gives people permission to do the same, like gives them that, okay, I'm not in this alone, or I'm not, you know, the only one feeling this way. So for me, if, you know, and I did share my vision board on my Instagram page. And for me, if it inspired somebody to create one for themselves, because maybe they've never done one, then that's fantastic. And, you know, for me, I hope it inspires somebody, but it's also right there because I spend most of my time at my desk area here. Mm -hmm. And every day I just look up at it. I'm like, okay. And then I have a little mantra every day. I look for ways to live my vision. So mm -hmm. I, I, I want it front and center. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's important. Like I do the same with my vision board. It's actually like I set it at a uh, screensaver for all my screens. So I see like my vision board every single day uh -huh. and I can just like one shortcut. I see it and I know what I'm working towards. Um, but I'm more like a secret person, you know, I mean, even if it's my screensaver, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm in my room and no one's gonna see, like, look at it. Um, how do you deal with like criticism and all that? 
I just kind of, I just have this firm belief in my heart that people are doing the best that they can with what they are completely aware of. Mm -hmm. So I have people, you know, I think I posted something encouraging about this young girl running on a treadmill and, um, I got some lash, some, some, somebody made a comment about the, um, the gay community and what they're trying to do now with getting into women's sports or to the transgender community. And I just said, you know, why does it have to be so, you know, divided? Why can't mm. we just create something new if that's what needs to happen? Mm. So whenever criticism comes my way, it gives me an opportunity to just allow that person to have their opinion. Again, that's, everybody has their own lens, right? Their, mm. their world is what they have in here and where it's coming from in here. And it's, who am I to judge them for judging me? Like that's mm. their, their opinion. And I can either just honor them for having one, which is most of what I do. And then I just say, you know, I appreciate your perspective. Thank you for sharing your opinion. And I just kind of leave it at that, whether I disagree with it or not. Mm -hmm. I think that like your mentality is really like inspiring. And uh, so like, how do you stay positive? Like every day, like you talked about journaling, working out. Is that your like a secret to staying positive every day? So I, I believe in duality. You can't have one without the other, right? Because mm -hmm. if we were all, you know, positive, 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 we wouldn't know how to deal with the negative if we didn't yeah. have it. I have my bad days for sure. They, they you know, self-criticism comes in every once in a while. I have doubts every once in a while, but I just learned to make those moments last a lot less mm -hmm. versus focusing on because whatever you focus on is going to continue to expand, right? Mm -hmm. So if I choose, and that's the magic word, it's a choice. It, mm. is a, it is a complete choice. You can con continue to sit and focus on the negative of something that's continuing to happen. Or sometimes I ask myself, what, does, what if it does work out? Let's focus on that. Like, what would that look like? What would that feel like? And when you start thinking about all of the things that could happen and visualize wow, this could be something amazing. Your energy changes, the way you speak, your voice inflection, your body language, all of it shifts. And it, the more you practice that, it's like a skill, it's, you, you get better at it. Mm. That's kind of, that's just what I do. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a practice. Like mm -hmm. you get, you just get better every day and you deal with your own stuff. Like, and then you get better at dealing with like the bad stuff too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, let's talk about goals for a little bit. Like, how do you set your goals? And like, when you have like, when you take your vision board and you have like, okay, I have this vision of what I want to be, like where I want to be in like five, 10 years or whatever. Like, how do you break it down? And do you break it down at all? Or do you have just your vision and you're like, I'm working towards it? So I break it down as well. Like I kind of reverse engineer it. So mm -hmm. I have a big income goal of half a million dollars this year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's a really big income goal for me because the most I've ever made was like 275 or something thousand. I don't remember. And that was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And now it's okay. How do I get there? And what are the action steps that I need to take? So I have my corporate job, but then I also have what I do for Novus Health, which is a functional medicine franchise business and the income opportunity with that and how I've been able to Put myself in a situation where I can create that income, but also now with my nutrition and well-being business, there's a residual income part there. And then I'm now starting to learn the real estate business. So mm -hmm. I'm pulling from multiple streams of income to get to that grand total. And then each one of those things that I'm putting time into 
I either ask for help, have a coach or break it down. Like, okay, today is going to be mostly about my nutrition and well-being business. Let me check on my clients, my customers, my business team, all of that thing. Mm-hmm. Then the next day it's like, okay, this is what I'm doing for this. And then each day I break it down of like, what are the actions I'm taking that I'm starting to see create the revenue? Mm-hmm. That That's kind of how I set my goals. Mm-hmm. I love the word reverse engineer. I'm a huge geek. And I think like reverse engineering, everything is, is the way to like the key to success, you know, like if you see where you want to go, you just have to reverse engineer the steps and then take the steps. Yeah. Because it really helps people. Because if you think about it, like if, if somebody has a big goal, let's say it is an income goal, whatever that mm-hmm. number is, and they just sit there and stare at this goal and it becomes this overwhelming, like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And then the self-talk starts happening versus, okay, if you've got this number, what are you doing or what are the things that are happening to get to that number? Yeah. And then what are the action steps to create those numbers to keep filling towards that goal? Mm. So that's kind of, I, I just, because I was that girl for a while. I, I, I was like, Oh, I want to do X, Y, and Z and it'll just happen. Yeah. And there was no plan. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I wonder why I didn't get the goal. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do like maybe a checkup? Like, Maybe not every day, but uh, sometimes to just make sure that you're on track and that like the, the actions that you take during the day uh, actually make it like to getting to that vision. Yeah. So I have like my phone calendar is like my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got in there all of my appointments. And then every week I take a look at, okay, what did I do this week? How much money did it bring in? Where am I falling short? So some things that I can be improving on. So like, I know this week I fell short for a few things that I wanted to do. And what were the action steps? Well, I just was tired and that was, I just needed a break and that's okay. So this week I need to kind of double up on a couple things on some more contacts and some more reach outs and some things like that. But for the most part, it's just a a process that I've kind of created for myself and everybody's process is different. Mm, I've learned a lot from a couple of coaches that I have had. So get a coach. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a good thing, like not being a slave to your schedule, you know, like uh, maybe sometimes you're going to be a little bit tired. So you're going to maybe chill, relax and not maybe work on the Friday and something like that. And then the next week you can double up and do like all the work you, you would have done on this Friday. Yeah. I think it's a good balance to find. Uh, Did you like struggle to get that balance? Yeah. (laughs) So my new business coach and I, we had, um, we had a a session uh, last week and he's like, so when are you going to schedule like a complete day off of nothing? Like no work, no social media. (laughs) And I go, probably never. And he's like, Christy, (laughs) (laughs) we need to reel it in because what's going to happen is And this is another learning lesson for me because I am just driven. Go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I don't have kids. I'm I'm single. I have a dog and I don't have all of these other things to worry about. So for me, it's like, why not utilize my time to work? Why not utilize it to work, to work, to work? So what I've noticed is it's unrealistic. (laughs) It's unrelatable. And when I go to try and share what I love to do and talk to people, I've even had some people say to me, I can't do it like you. (laughs) So I have to kind of take that into consideration as well. One, it's going to create burnout. And two, it's actually going to impact my business in a negative way. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the reminders of like the questions I said earlier, is this going to serve me or is this going to hurt me? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, talking about success a little bit, uh, 
what is like your vision of success right now? Um, and what, what was your vision of success like 10 years ago? Did it change, you know? Do you think it was like, do you thought it was, it was gonna be better or? So I feel like what I got from my parents was stay with your job, find the corporate ladder, get that two or 3% raise. Like that's the way that's success, right? Yeah. Work, 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 work and, and hit your goals and all the things. And it worked for a while. Like I'm beyond grateful for the, the work ethic my dad gave me and what the, the example he gave me, but there's more to life than work, right? It's there has to be because otherwise what are we doing here? So 10 years ago, it was, okay, I want to make a six figure income. I want to be a sales executive. I want, you know, to have the nice things and da, 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 da. well, I did it and it was miserable. Mm. I was constantly working. My marriage ended up falling apart. I was flying around the country, like a lunatic, constantly in and out of hospitals and running and running and running and at the sacrifice of the other things in my life. So now 10 years later, my, my vision of success is to continue to grow as a human being, but above all else, help other people grow and, and serve them. Because at the end of the day, you know, having the nice car and the house and the stuff, great. Mm. But what about helping somebody else achieve that, their own personal form of success, which could be maybe paying their monthly bills or, yeah. you know, losing 15 pounds so they feel healthier. That to me is what success looks like now. It's just watching other people just get a little bit further ahead in the things that they really want in their life. Yeah, I think it's very noble too, like to be able to help people. And, you know, if it's what you like to do and you, you're able to help other people, it's the best of both worlds, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And what do you think is the best advice you ever received from a coach? And uh, maybe that, that helps you, you know, you, you had this aha moment in your head and you were like, oh man, yeah. Be responsible for the energy you bring into the room. Mm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because I mean, we've all been at that party, right? Where that one person walks in and you can definitely feel like the. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> or you, that other person walks in the room and it's just like, like so exciting. And yeah. So I've always been taught to just be responsible for the energy that you bring in the room. Mm. And uh, so your business, your wellness uh, business is pretty much your plan B right now, right? Yeah, for okay. right now. It's transitioning into my full time, which is going to make my, it's just, I can't wait because mm. I feel like I have a good system with it being my side hustle, but mm. it's, uh, I can't imagine how amazing it's going to be when I get, when it's like my full hustle, not yeah. my side <laughs> And, and how many more lives and people I get to meet and change and impact and, and help. Like, it's just, I think that that's what the world needs right now. Everybody's craving community. We've been penned up and quarantined and all the things. And, you know, I don't think anybody expected in less than 365 days, the complete change of how we operate as human beings. And you know, I love this, like this to me meeting, I mean, you're in a different country on the other side of the, the ocean and this is fantastic, but there's truly something to be said when you are in community, in person with people. It, it's, 
there's a reason why there's that term. It takes a village, right? Like mm. community is what helps us thrive. Human beings aren't meant to be isolated and locked away. That's how some of the greatest things have, that we've ever experienced in our lifetimes have come, come about. Teams of people coming together to make it better. Mm. Yeah. So like, uh, how do you deal with like obstacles? And it's a good segue into that. Like when something bad happens in your life, do you just like wait? You try to like analyze what's going on and you're like, all right, let's be positive. Let's see like how we can find a solution or how do you, how do you deal with that? Well, it really depends on the obstacle. Yeah, I get, yeah, <laughs> there, it's a pretty wide there, question. So. <laughs> there, um, so, you know, sometimes I definitely get a little triggered, like, oh God, oh my God. Mm. But then I just remember to take a deep breath and just like, okay, it's happened or it's happening. How can we, how can we navigate what's in front of me at this very moment mm. and not go down the what if rabbit hole? My God, what if it does this? What if it does this? And then you just perpetuate this insanity, right? Yeah. So I've really become good at taking a deep breath before I make a reactive decision and just kind of sit for a second and be like, okay, obviously let's just say the house is on fire instead of mm -hmm. like panicking and going crazy. Okay, what do I do first? You know, call 911, get my dog out. Like just be a little methodical and breathe when you can um obviously if there's some other extenuating circumstances there's a life-threatening thing obviously move faster yeah <laughs> comes to oh my gosh when it comes to you know some people that i've tried coaching and they return their products or they they are unhappy you know i i, I don't take it personal because they have their they're experiencing something that yeah. may not have anything to do with me And then I just take the time to like, hey, I, you know, what can I have done? What could I have done to been a better coach? Yeah. What could I have done to, you know, giving you a better experience? Will you give me the opportunity to try again? And if not, then I just have to be like, okay, so it's not their time or it's something that has come up for them that maybe it's not their time for them. And mm -hmm. I just let it go because I think if you focus so much on the you part of the situation instead of like how can I look at this from a learning perspective yeah it, it, it's it, it can destroy you yeah really sure hmm. and talking about learning uh like how do you keep on learning new stuff and you know growing as a person <laughs> do you try to find like new books to read on like mindset and all that or do you yeah, try to play um, what do you do for that so that's my library right <laughs> And I love like mindset things. I love reading leadership books. I love reading, um, what else is up there? I've got some nutrition stuff up there mm. just to kind of stay on my game. But to be really honest, I, I love finding on social media people that have like just created this incredible message and movement mm. and how I, I love studying the consistency of it, the methodology of how they put their messages out there. So I'm a huge fan of Tom Bilyeu. I don't know if you know who he yeah. is from Impact Theory. That's one mm -hmm. of my favorite podcasts. Um, I love his wife, Lisa Bilyeu and how yeah. she's so connected to women. And that's a big thing for me too, is just women loving who they are in the skin they're in. And I just, I, I love just paying attention to the different things that they're doing. And then I either try and emulate it or I share their messaging because it's not my own, mm -hmm. but then I just do my best to, you know, if I want to learn something, 
I find people that are really good at what I want to learn at and I'll reach out to them and say, Hey, I'm, I would love to learn this technique, whatever it is. What are your biggest tips to get started? Mm. Like, I'm not afraid to ask questions. I used to be, but not yeah. now. Mm. <laughs> so like, how do you find the balance between consuming social media and getting shit done? Actually, you know, like <laughs> there is always this, this line and, I've been like at both extremes in my life, you know, at some point I was like hundred percent social media doing like, uh, like almost like community management stuff, like growing social accounts and all that. And at some point I was like, you know what, I'm out of social media and I'm going to stop forever. And now I'm trying to find like the right balance, you know, but how do you deal with that? Well, I, I give myself like 15 minutes a day of just like, let me check on my friends, let's mm. watch some stories. Yeah. Like, things out and then I definitely go to the pages that inspire me because if I need a little oomph for the day mm -hmm. and I love reaching and that's how I've connected with a lot of people um you know asking them questions and every Wednesday I do on Instagram a woman crush Wednesday live interview mm -hmm. and that's how I find some of the just like how you found me that's yeah. how I find inspiring women to interview and we do it on Instagram live And I'm a huge fan of this clubhouse. I don't know if you're on clubhouse right now. No. Um, I love it because it takes out that, the God, am I putting up the right picture or am I writing the right content? Am mm. I using the right hashtags? And it's just good old fashioned conversation, right? Mm. Yeah. And I think that's a new, an old art that's died that seems kind of new now, right? Yeah. And you, I'm learning a ton. So that's another place that I find my education in is, you know, some of these clubhouse rooms have incredible speakers on amazing topics like branding and, you know, mindset things and how to 10x your business and all of these things. So I feel like social media, it's, it's how you view it, right? It can mm -hmm. either be a, an energy sucker and you'll go down the rabbit hole of like checking everybody else's life out, or mm -hmm. you can utilize it as an education tool, a tool of inspiration And it's how I connect with people. It's, mm. it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a, it's, it's a tool and you have to use it for what you, you want. And like, based on your needs, you got to adapt. Uh, it's not going to be the same for everybody. Maybe sometimes you like some people want to spend like an hour on that. It's fine. Like maybe it's 10 minutes for you and it's good too. Yeah. And uh, so like how big is networking in your life and like reaching out to new people and all that? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> There's a friend of mine always reminds me of this. He's like, your net worth is this is the size of your network. <laughs> so for me, I'm always curious about how entrepreneurs got started, how women have created the lifestyle and the businesses they have. And I just like hearing people's stories, like yeah. what inspired them to be who they are. Like, yeah. what was it? You know, what are some of the things that they've overcome to get where they are? What are some of the things that you know, they would, you know, wish they knew back then that they could teach somebody now. Like I, I'm just, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> really and uh, I just saw your shirt. Uh, how, how big is uh, gratitude in your life? You know, like oh, it's part of my practice every day, mm -hmm. every day. So I have a journal there. I write down three things that I'm grateful for every single day. And it's, um, it's really big for me because I know that I wouldn't be in the place that I'm in without having a gratitude practice. Mm. I just wouldn't be. There's just too many people, experiences, life lessons, even the really hard ones. I am beyond grateful for those because now I know better for next time. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I don't want to make it too long, but one last question. Like uh, if you have, uh, let's say one advice for 
young entrepreneurs or not necessarily young. I think there is no age to start a business. Like do what you love, no matter what age you are. Um, and I love taking examples. Like my cousin sometimes is like, all right, you should start an acting career. And yeah, like there, there are like tons of actors who started in their like 40s, 50s, 60s, and they are like so famous right now. So, uh, yeah. all right, one advice for entrepreneurs that are starting out there. Always ask yourself the question, what if it does work out? Like, what if it, what if it does? And don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks so much. All right. It's promo time for you. So you can promote your channel, promote your social media, all that. Uh, let us know what you got going on in your life. Sure. So you can find me on Instagram at, at Christy Data. And then I also have a website, christydata.com. And I am also re-energizing and starting up my Girl Gang Evolution Women's Empowerment Event Company. I had to put her to sleep for a little while while all events and people were told not to be near each other. But, you know, hopefully that's going to change a little <laughs> bit. And then I am also available on Facebook. It's just Christy Data. And you can reach out and send me a direct message. I would love to connect with you and see how I can serve you best.